With the second pick in the 2012 NFL Draft, the Washington Redskins select Robert Griffin III, quarterback Bill. Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins number two pick in the draft. My dog, RG3. We talk about the London Fletcher signing, some DUIs, some other signings, and much, much more. Live, Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? RG3. 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 The pick is in, dudes. And with the doo doo pick. And with the doo doo pick. What train does doo doo take? Dude, what's going on? (laughs) What are you talking about? Aaron's freaking out. Aaron is so (laughs) absolutely pumped about RG3. I've never seen Aaron this excited about a draft pick he, in my life. He's he's so ever. pumped that he went and drank like twelve beers, I think, before this he's podcast. He's drinking like he's ta- he, Aaron tailgated. Well, I did too, but Aaron tailgated, and it's starting to show. It's starting mm-hmm. to show, dude. I'm so pumped about this. Hashtag pick. lightweight. I gotta say, I called it. <laughs> I called it from my in depth my in depth film study from way back in the off season. And I was saying that I wanted RG3, and I thought we should trade up, and we traded up, and then we got him. And so if he ends up sucking, you guys can all blame me. But if he ends up being awesome... It'll be all your fault. At at this point, it's got to be all in for everybody. Uh, You know what I mean? This is is it. This is the future right here. Either RG3 is going to be the savior of the Redskins along with the Shanahan offense, which he is very suited for, or we're going to suck for pretty much the rest of the decade because we gave up three first-round picks in a second to get him. He's got to be better than Heath Shuler. We don't have another first-round Heath Shuler. Just like that Flo Rida (laughs) song, I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling about RG3. Well, he's got to be better than Jay Schrader since he took his number. (laughs) <laughs> he's got to be better than another uh, early round pick, George. He's got to be ready than double chin Rex Grossman. Oh my, Jeff George, Jeff George. Yeah, well, Jeff George wasn't a Redskins pick. No, he was he actually wasn't. a pick of the Colts. He was. Didn't he? Wasn't he a number one overall pick? By the he was Colts. number one overall pick by the Colts. Colts by the Colts. As a matter of fact, Jeff George was awesome. He was such a nice guy. So. <laughs> so if so if if Andrew Luck, so if you get a good one, right? Yep. Wasn't he an overall pick for the Colts? He was there before Peyton Manning, right? Yep. And then Peyton Manning was a pick, was the overall pick. So now Andrew Luck is an overall pick. 
I'm just saying, you get a good I, one, you get a bad one. You get a good one, you get a bad one. I think he's going to be really good, but if anyone thinks they're going to win more than two games again this year, because we saw how bad Indianapolis sucked without Peyton Manning, who should have been MVP last year, and everyone on the team but Reggie Wayne and Dwight, Dwight Freeney, who is a free agent, got the hell out of Dodge because they know that that team is rebuilding. It's like, they, you know, Andrew Luck is the new cornerstone. They have so, they look like the Redskins a couple years ago where they had, we, we just had nothing, absolutely nothing. And right now we've at least got a foundation and some good right. pieces in place. And now we hopefully have our franchise quarterback. Dude, those dudes on ESPN were waiting. saying that the Colts resemble <clears throat> an expansion team this year. I agree. They don't yeah. have anything. They don't have anything. They have Dwight Freeney, old, injury. Old. They have Reggie Wayne, Reggie who signed Wayne. that massive contract. And they've got Andrew Luck yeah. now. And now they've got Andrew Luck, so we can throw to him. I but think I mean, he's going to you know, have a rough Arson road over left. there. He's going to have a rough Everyone left. Road. Everyone oh, yeah. left. That's why, RG, guys. that's why RG3 is like counting his blessings that he didn't go first. I think RG3 is also kind of happy he's not going to indiana he's going to dc which is is slightly more diverse <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the reason why i swear that he did not go to indiana what? if i were him i would rather go to dc than indiana i mean looking at the teams i think the redskins are in better shape than the colts but you know aaron you live in indiana indiana's kind of yeah, a racist state. i'm serious I wouldn't say KKK that the, started in Indiana. I'm just saying it I didn't start south. I wouldn't say that the people in Indiana are overtly racist or anything. I'll just say that there is a lack of diversity in the state. Okay. That's, fair. That's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. So that they are, how do I say this? I'll Probably say more comfortable state. with Andrew Luck without even thinking about it consciously. Have you ever watched an Indianapolis Colts game? Just look at the stands. It's like <laughs> watching the St. Louis Cardinals stands for baseball. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> all things There's being equal. There's a whole equal. lot of wonder bread going on up in there. All things being equal. Um, they might. I think all things being equal. I think they might just lean really, that way. Really happy to be in Washington because Washington is a city that will highly embrace a African-American quarterback and African-American quarterback. Thank and goodness. the first African-American quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Good old Doug Williams. I was wondering if he was going to go number 17 or if he was going to try to stick with his college number, but it sounds like RG three is going to stick with the number 10. Oh, he, what do you mean? Sounds like eight seventeen PM. I was wondering oh, yeah, how long bad. it was going to take balls. <laughs> I got an email from the Redskins with a plethora of RG3 memorabilia available. A lot of it looks cheesy like they designed it today. Light you up, RG3 collection (laughs) t-shirt, only $30. But yes, it is the number 10 jersey. No pressure, no diamonds. RG3 collection t-shirt, $30. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean he's a tight ass like Dan Snyder? Well, I guess Dan Snyder's not a tight ass. He'll spend money on idiots, <laughs> it's like actually. Grossman, gross space man, RG3, $20. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh my, there's probably some Jeff George jerseys floating around on there for ten bucks. If you do want an RG three jersey <laughs> official one, you can get one on the Redskins.com for a hundred dollars. One hundred dollars for the uh the, the you know the game home jersey or the game away or the elite home they're calling them game and elite instead of like what replica and genuine or whatever it was yeah yeah because people are like i don't want a replica now they can be like yeah i want a game or i want a game elite. i got a game i got the cheap one it's the game one it was a hundred bucks i got the elite one it was 300 bucks well yeah well it's i mean redskins use screen printed jerseys and they would sell Correct me if I'm wrong, but they would sell the screen printed jerseys as replicas, but then the realistic ones were the realistic stitched. ones were sewn numbers and sewn letters. But in reality, they wore screen printed ones. No, I think they're all sewn on the sta- on the field. All the actual ones are all sewn. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh well, there goes that idea. Mm. Dude, what are you trying to do? Like unemploy all the seamstresses out there? What in China? That work for. You know, no, no, that work. They have do. They have. Well, it's really like the locker room guy, I guess, in most cases, where they actually sew that stuff on. No, they don't. Nike has a machine that presses it out. Well, my, Nike has a machine which they have at the draft tonight, actually, that actually presses it out. But if you're going for the actual game worn jerseys, that stuff is all sewn on, and they can do it right at the stadium. Interesting. Just like in baseball. Well, why it's like couldn't they do it right too. at the stadium? They sew st- them on. Why could they do it right at the stadium a few years ago when they misspelled, uh, what was his name? Balls. Who was the player on the Redskins where they, Betts, they put Bettis by accident. They put Bettis on his jersey. (laughs) That's because somebody was drinking in the clubhouse, I guess. Bubba tired. (laughs) (laughs) Bubba retired. No, dude, he didn't. (laughs) Wasn't he the guy, the the head of of strength and fit? No, he was the uh, the medical guy. He was the equipment manager. the equipment manager or, or no, he was the guy, Bubba Tire, he was the guy that was in charge of, uh, you know, health and fitness and everything. Dude, he was the equipment manager. Bubba Tire was the equipment manager? Yeah, for like 30 yeah, freaking oh, years. Oh, that's right. That's right. And every he, time he I saw, served, every Bubba time Tire I heard was the, the name. For 37 years, he was the director of sports medicine. He wasn't sewing anyone's damn jersey. Dude, every time I heard the name Bubba <laughs> Tire. Yeah, I always envisioned that guy on uh, Mike Tyson's punch out in between beating like King Hippo and the next guy where you're like riding he's like riding a bike and you're While riding you're in, a, in a purple down the street and a purple like, <laughs> sweatsuit. Yeah, that's what I imagine Bubba Tire to be. <laughs> oh Bubba Tire. Yeah, dudes. Training staff. Medical, not jersey sewer. Seriously. So, dude, somebody had not updated Wikipedia yet that uh, RG3 was the pick. So uh, I had to go in and take care of that. That's why I've been quiet for a couple of minutes. Oh, it's Josh. Done. Josh will take the... That was the, big on the, uh, you know, looking out for huh? public uh, service there. Josh right, will had, take the credit for updating RG3 to be a Washington Redskin. I didn't All know th- I know is... Uh, we picked RG3 with the, what, number two pick, the doo-doo pick. What train does doo-doo take? The doo-doo pick. So what happened to the Redskins' original pick at number six? Who ended up getting picked there? The Cowgirls uh, picked number now the cow- six. Well, wait, the Cowgirls ended up with the number six pick? Yeah, tell the pick them what that happened. The pick that we traded dude. to the Rams? Tell them what happened. 
All right, dudes. Seriously. The Cowboys, Dallas, jumped in there and said, or, or saw a couple of trades happen and said, all right, we're going to go in there and we're going to get our guy. We're going to get the guy that we really, really want. And ironically, they ended up with the number six pick, which was our old pick, so they could pick Claiborne out of LSU, who also got a number a six on the Wonderlick. On the Wonderlick. It's fitting, dudes. Which means that he is dumb as dirt. I love it. <laughs> I love which it. Which means if it were the SATs, he signed his name and turned the paper in. He, he got Without a six. taking any of the questions. A who six. is this? Maurice Claiborne. We think he might be the guy that they call the honey badger, but we can't confirm or disconfirm it at this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now because if this is the same guy that we're thinking of, um, who was the honey badger that played for LSU? Alabama game played him to nothing in that. In oh, that, he uh, looked like ECS game. Yeah, I watched that game and I was like, this guy's supposed to be awesome because he's getting schooled all over the place. Oh no, it's not him. That that dude, uh, Matteo, is the honey badger. Is the honey badger? It's a different. Okay, good because yeah, that guy had all that hype all around him, and yeah, this tells you how much we follow college football. Um. This guy, yeah. He, so the honey he badger was the one that was getting burned. Owned in that game. The honey badger. So, the honey badger. Not so this, this is guy. not the honey badger that they got. This is more like the. Uh, this guy's dumber than the honey badger. This guy is way dumber than the honey badger, <laughs> which is saying something for someone who plays in the uh, SEC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's saying something <laughs> for someone who plays in the NFL. Well, maybe not for the Cowboys. The SEC is like, you know. The, the quintessential, I took underwater basket weaving. <laughs> you know anyway, what I mean? Dudes, before we get too far in this podcast, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to David Lee Legal Services for continuing his sponsorship. Did we even said what episode this is? This is indeed episode number 287, if you're counting. Yeah. Of Harry Hog Football. 287. Harry yeah, I can't believe we went this far in without even mentioning David Lee Legal Services. You know why? Because along with David Lee and David Isinger and all those other guys that have been tweeting, um, and you could tweet us at Harry Hogg. And they're all um, either named well, David something or something Lee. Pretty yeah. Cool. How about that? Like Desmond Clee? <laughs> Desmond Clee. Dude, Lee. that guy, if um, we tweeted at him right now, he'd tweet back within 30 seconds. That guy's a tweet that master. He's a tweet master. He's just like, he's probably listening. He just heard that and he's like tweeting right now. He can't be listening. This isn't actually live. Well, when he does listen to it, I mean, it's live (laughs) to us, but when he does listen to it, he'd be like, I'm tweeting right now. It's live to us. Um, Anyway, John. All right. In any event, yeah, David Lee, Legal Services, all those guys are all probably sitting around doing the same thing we are going, woo, we got RG3, we got RG3, and it's hard to focus. I just want to say something about RG3. I okay. did indeed. He's your dog. Once again, yeah. email Bruce Allen about trading up to get RG3, and then basically he listened to me again. Did he answer? He never answered me, but he did it. I mean, he he pretty much listens to every email I send. So he does. Well, that's because he's you guys' cuz, Allen the Bruce. And speaking of Alan the you Bruce been being like, dude, there, I was back at the old sod. Speaking of Alan the Bruce being there, you know who's not there anymore? 
Vinny Serrato. And what was the interesting news bite that you sent me? <laughs> Meth head who's like, hey, I'm the one who drafted Rapco. Rapco. The other day. He a called rap-co. him a Rapco. Rapco. A Rapco. <laughs> a Rapco. Boy, man, I, I don't know who that guy's dealer is, but he must be making a lot of money. I don't know either. So, I don't know. What he, was that, the news? That guy, him? he is he is out there and he is on some major drugs. But but the news that came in, which I thought was brilliant, was that what is it like the single A baseball team? What is it? I have not heard this. I haven't either. You sent me the email about it. It's what? either like a single A or double A baseball team or something is having a charity event where you can go. And they're putting Vinny Serrato oh, in a dunking yeah, booth. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're I putting him in the too. dunking booth. Yes. And, and just, I, I highly you texted me and we're like, taking we should a road go. trip up to DC to drive up there just so I could look at him and those big wild I took way too much meth eyes <laughs> and throw a ball. Well, I, it would be really tempting to throw it right at his head, but you don't want to do that. So you try to hit the target. And I mean, I'd pay like a hundred bucks just to keep throwing softballs at that target. I'd Just like, to see him fall into the water. Yeah, and be I'd like, be like, yeah. Because no. you know I would suck at throwing the ball. I'd be like, uh, 10 more balls. Because it's softball. 10 more. Especially. And i just keep going until I dunked him. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we'd have to try to throw it underhand. And, you know, only Jenny Finch can do that. Hit him in the head. We'd be throwing I thought him that at was his head and hit the glass in front of him. Be like, dude, someone at that single his eyes would just keep getting bigger and bigger. Like saucers. Someone at that baseball team, like though, is pretty intelligent as far as bang for their marketing buck. Uh, uh, you said bang for a buck. Kendall Wright, RG3's uh, teammate, has gone to Tennessee, by the way, with the 20th pick in the draft. Yes. Cleveland. Hey, it looks, looks like, like Cleveland picked Brandon up a quarterback. Brandon Whedon, yeah. That, that old guy. The the you know the uh, the the winky of the draft this year, dude. That's a smart move for them because I think that guy is going to be pretty Demon. good. I think he has a a his. I think he's got a ten year career in the NFL. I don't know if he'll ever be a good starter, but I think he can be a good backup. I think he's going to start. Fill in needs to. I think he's going to start got, this year. It's going to be interesting up there because of Colt McCoy. It's going to be very interesting what goes on up there in the dog pound. With that and with Holmgren being in charge now, you know, after a year or so. And, and he keeps very, complaining very, very about the Redskins. All right, we're watching the draft right now, live. It's about 10.13 or so, and a whole bunch of military personnel just got marched out on stage. Oh, yeah. Between the 22nd and 23rd pick. Obviously, it's an honor the the military, which is awesome. I'm kind of confused as to why they're doing it right now. Like randomly before Detroit picks? Why couldn't they have done... This seems like something they should have done before it started. Yeah. Or something. This is a very weird place. But, you know, it's cool that they're doing it. And, and who don't, are the guys, don't think who, not, who, we're dissing on it at all. It's awesome that they're doing it. But it seems like a weird time to just suddenly throw, oh, and between the 22nd and 23rd pick, we're going to throw out a whole bunch of veterans. Who are the ones in the Carolina Blue uh, polos? Interesting. They look like a drug and uh, probably alcohol, tobacco, like firearm. There's a guy with a DEA dog. or something. Probably, I would guess. 
but I don't know, that's but... just mere conjecture. They, they, they look like people that probably do the, uh, you know, searching for drugs and illegal foods and things like that. They're coming into the country with, you know, the, yeah. the black Kitsi fly of, of Nairobi that, you, you know, stuff like that. They're a little more slouchy than the military folks. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. Very interesting. You had all those guys in crisp, clean uniforms. And then you had a bunch of people in like untucked shirts like the three of us would have been. I think they showed up and Under Armour must have given them those shirts like at the last minute or something. Dudes. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting what's going on there. I thought, and Aaron, you may have been able to, or getting ready to say this. I thought it was very interesting how uh, Goodell got the living crap booed out of him. I thought that was awesome. It was fantastic, the dictator. But what I was going to say was completely unrelated. Okay. And I was just checking the Twitter feed, and NYC Skins fan seven minutes ago wrote, Good luck unseating sexy Rexy RG3. Sarcasm. Parentheses, sarcasm. Hashtag sarcasm, I guess. Dude, there was some guy on the, uh, if you were watching NFL Network earlier at all, there was some guy on when they went to their fantasy team for fantasy picks next year, and they were talking about Luck versus RG3. And I forget the guy's name. And he was like, basically, well, I'm not sure RG3 is really going to start. And he was like really serious about this. So I wanted to bring this up Wait, because. Well, this guy's I, a moron, first of all. Right. And second of all, he's talking about fantasy stuff. So why and, would and, you and, ever pick? Well, well why are you talking about fantasy today for this guy? Exactly. And one of the other guys goes, dude, dude, if Mike Shanahan does not start RG3, he will be run out of Washington on a rail. <laughs> Exactly. He's going to be run out of Washington on Rex Grossman's back. <laughs> exactly. Rex Grossman would be going, I was like, I'm just saying, stranger things have happened. Anything goes with the Shanahan's. How did that guy get airtime? That guy sounds I, like he's from the Bleacher Report. I he must he be some, from the Bleacher Report. I do. I think he was like some blogger guy that they brought in. I don't know what the deal was. Anyway. He's from the Bleacher Report. Interesting. He's got to be from the Bleacher Report, the BR of the week. Anyway, uh, what's yeah. on this side? Both itinerary? of those quarterbacks are starting from day one. There's no question. Mm-hmm. None I of mean, this stuff is the on the Colts. Our... Don't even have Curtis Painter left. Where'd he go to become a painter? I don't know. Somewhere? I think the Giants. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> they scrubs the could beat us if they wanted to. The throw, the, like the secondary quarterbacks that Peyton Manning had behind him, like the Pillsbury throw boy. Oh yeah, what was that guy's name? Lorenzen, dude. The the Giants the are such scrubs. Huge. They just wish they could beat us. I know, right? What have they done in the last year? The Giants. They <laughs> lost to us twice. They and uh, and what Super else do they do? They, they do Super anything. Um, <laughs> they beat the crappy uh, Patriots, who we can't stand. Uh, damn it! Oh yeah, in the NFL championship game because it ain't super. I gotta say, the man. Giants are my thirtieth favorite team in the NFL. 30th favorite team, so you like the Giants. Well, they're my 30th favorite. All right, so who is 31st? The Eagles. <clears throat> Do you want to know who my 32nd favorite team is, or did you figure it out? <laughs> I finally got to that point. I'm almost as smart as the guy that the Cowboys picked. You've got a 7 on the Wonderlick, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I have never taken the Wonderlick. I took it. Thank I got a 30-something. 30, 30 it's and if you don't know the Wonderlick, the Wonderlick is a fifty point five zero point test, and I think the quarterback 
Fitzpatrick up in uh, Buffalo got a 48, which is a really, really high score. It's insanely um, high. But he went to Harvard. Um, generally, guys, you want guys that are in like the 20s and 30s, I think. Anything above 28 is executive level. Right, right. Aaron knows this. Aaron, you've yeah. I know this because my wife does HR stuff, and we have the Wonderlic test. Wonder basically, from, you get you from, you get from your company where we make robots decides to go to the NFL. You get twelve questions. You get twelve minutes to answer fifty questions, and you basically get a a point for every one you answer right. And do you get penalized for what you answer wrong? I don't think so. I don't think you do, but I didn't know no, that. You only I get it. you only get a point for anything you get right. See, when I took it though, I didn't know that, so I didn't like skip questions. I just tried to answer them all and only got up to anyway, it doesn't matter. Seven. <laughs> only got up to seven. 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 No, Aaron actually seven. had a pretty a very respectable score. Um we'll leave it at that because we don't want to throw it out there. But it was yeah, thirty something. I he think was, it was like thirty three. Thirty two yeah, or thirty. He was respectable. And anyway, um. Yeah, you basically get a point for every one you get right, and they get harder and harder as you go through. Like one is really easy. Like what is your name? I don't even remember what it is, but right. they get harder as you go along. So, so they got a draft. Alice drafted is dumb. He got a six. That means <laughs> whether or him- not he's the damn honey badger, he is dumb as as a box of rocks. It took him two minutes to answer each question. Two minutes. Right. Well, well, he maybe he got a couple of them wrong. Maybe he was just like, ah, number three. Oh man. Oh man. What is six times three? Maybe. Oh, man. Maybe he was oh, like, man. Oh, oh man. Maybe he was like, I just dang. Don't where's do- my tutor that answered all my tests when I was in college at LSU? He was like, dang. I just don't Joe, take tests. Dang. Joe, Joe oh, ran man. for three yards. It was fourth down. How many more yards did he need to make a first down? <laughs> uh, it was probably like, uh, does it matter? Six, six. Where's Jerry Jones when I need him to help me out? Jerry Jones is in his war room in Irving. Irving. <laughs> Jerry and Jones is in his dumb dead Irving. select. Who do they select? 22nd fastest gun. In the West. David DeCastro from Stanford, the guy that used to protect Andrew Luck. One of them. See him pulling on this uh this highlight. Dude's giant. 6'5", 316. Yeah. He's pretty big. He's way too big for Shanahan's nimble little not all that great in December line. They're, they're saying will he struggle because of his size. Um I think he's going to be kicking some butt in December if he played somewhere like the NFC East <laughs> under an offense that actually knows how to play in the winter. Dude, what is this thing about Chief Z you have on the itinerary? Chief, Chief Z, Z, they were showing he was on the uh, – Josh. yeah, Josh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, he was in like some bar on NFL Network. They were showing him like with the, surround, surrounded by a bunch of fans. He was holding a T-shirt with a circle on it that said RG3 in the middle of it. It was, it was like, it had the feathers. It was the, it Redskins the feather hanging like off the R. Of it. Oh, it's like the real RG3. Redskins are, but then it said G3 next to it. Yeah. RG3. Yeah. Sweet. Right. It was pretty cool. And you could see him and you could tell like everyone else around him were like all like people like us. 
like our age and everything. And you could tell, like you can set you you can see that he's he's kind of infirm nowadays. Right, right. But I was just glad to see he's alive because he's had a in <laughs> all serious. The guy's had you know he's got diabetes and he's got like all these health problems and everything. So it was good to see he's still you know he's still there. Yeah. So I, I mean that like, made I was so pumped. Roberta was like, "All right, geez." I was like, "No, Chief Z is still there. He's awesome." I hope he's not like, "Well, the Redskins have a new quarterback. It looks promising. Finally, I can kick it." Dude, <laughs> dude, can I kick it? This is can episode number two hundred eighty-seven. Kick I, the bucket. Yes, you can. Can I? Kick dude, it? I'm gonna do something for the first time in Harry Hug football history. Episode two hundred eighty-seven. What are you going to uh, do? I really have to go break the seal. So you guys what? talk amongst yourselves. What? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, Wait a minute. I'll be you back did, in a second. Dude, uh, no, 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 no. That means we're going to go to break then because that's why I always, when I always go break the seal, and that's why I'm always late coming back. Dude, I can't go to break and run the break and break the seal at the same time. Someone's got to run the sound uh, Oh, that's right. Aaron is the sound man. On so here, I'm going to give you guys a subject to talk about while I'm... Well, maybe seat. I'll look up uh, uh, Adam Sandler's The Longest P while we're at it. You'll be like, oh. No, I'm going to start you, you on a conversation here. You're I'm still gonna, here? I'm going to start you on a conversation, Go. and when I get back, what? I'm sure you'll still be talking about it. What do you guys right. think we should do with the next six picks in the draft? And I'll be right back. Okay, because you know that we're just going to talk about you being a dumbass the whole time you're gone. Mm. Well, I, I got to go break the seal. That's because Aaron's been tailgating. Aaron is still pumped about all the uh, the pulled casks that we got in England while we were over there. Tasty, tasty beverages. Oh, and by the way, Paul, our man Paul out there in Reading, we did not get a chance. Our schedule was so jam-packed, we did not get a chance to hook up with him um, like I did the last time I was over there. Um, he is a longtime loyal listener and a member of the HHFFFFL which is the Harry Hog Fantasy Football League. Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. I think I put one too many Fs. In any event, sorry we didn't hook up with you this time, dude, but uh, you know, hopefully next time we'll get in there. And, and you know, it was Aaron's first time in England. So he was, it was go, 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 drink. Go, 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 drink. Go, go, you know, bangers and mash, drink. You guys couldn't get it together. Um, pretty much, yeah. We, we we just didn't have time. There was too much going on. <clears throat> well, so, uh, speaking of trips, something we haven't talked about. Well, I haven't talked about with you, John. I don't know if you and Aaron have talked about it, but I, oh, have I, know tenat- about it. I have tentatively booked us. I have booked them, but they are tentative in, in case we need to change it. Uh, rooms down in New Orleans for the Saints versus uh, versus Redskins game in the Superdome. Opening. Opening game. game. Opening game. Season. Right. What are you guys talking about? We have Balls. not been talking about draft picks. We've been talking about trips. What? We were talking about you taking a trip. You took Aaron your trip. Sample. Obviously, you're back. Now we're uh, talking about trips that we're going to be taking You know, later in the year. Specifically, Nolans. Nolans. Speaking of Nolans, do you guys know that RG3 lived in new orleans for some time it's his hometown he, he said uh kind of he kind of he, he he's he born kind, in yeah, japan or somewhere born in he? japan but he kind of after he moved to new orleans then they the family had moved to 
uh, I don't even know how you say it. It's like Copperus Cove, Texas, or it could be called Copper Ass Cove. He lived in New Orleans while his parents, for some reason, the military split his parents up to two different bases in Korea or something like that. And so he had to go stay with his relatives in New Orleans is what I read in the post. Yeah, well, they were, too. yeah, they were I don't know, both. What's up with that? His why parents were both like, you, they were both U.S. Army like? sergeants. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that they used to do that. I think they don't do that very much anymore. Um, finally, because so many people were complaining about it because you have nowadays you have couples where both the man, you know, both the husband and wife are members of the military. And it's like, why in the hell would you split up a married couple, especially with kids and send them to two different bases? So anyway, that that's that that just struck me as that's absolutely asinine when yeah. someone when people have kids. Why would you do that? Um but anyway, I guess that's part of what happens when you sign up. But I, I don't think they do that very much anymore. I know there was a stink about that here in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area uh, recently. Not recently, but a few years ago as well with couples being split and sent off. And what do we do for child care? Where do we send the kids? To grandparents, grandma? And that's it, I think that's exactly what they did is they sent uh, him to stay with the grandparents. And the extended what they did. That's what they did. And RG3 got there and was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> it was very different for him. If you haven't apparently read, apparently he got joked a lot, him, is what he was saying. While he was apparently there. got joked because he had dreadlocks and he was, you know, different from a lot of kids. And, and it sounded like it was a much rougher school than he was used to being at. But, you know, it gave him a little bit of toughness, toughened up his skin a little bit. So You're talking about when he ended up at Copper Ass High School? Copper ass. I think copper at no, this was way early. This is when he was like in his single digits. He ended up a copper ass out there in Texas eventually. Right. Exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, it's all part, anyway. part of his character building um history. So and now what, that Aaron's now that Aaron's back though, uh, not to step on you there, John. Right. Um <laughs> we've still got a third round pick, two fourth rounders, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh in this draft. Currently. And uh, currently, with it, we don't do any more trading. Like, for instance, right now it appears we did not make a trade for anything with the Texans because they just picked up some some guy, <laughs> uh, defensive end, Whitney Mercilis. Um Anyway, we've got the 69th overall pick. 69, dude, that's your cue, Aaron. We've, Aaron. Got, we've got the 102nd overall pick, 109th, 141st, 173rd, and 213th. Now, the... The uh, second pick, obviously, we did that that mega trade there with the Rams to pick up RG three. Um, our next pick that uh, we had trade action going on was is the hundred ninth pick, and that was because of the Jason Campbell that uh, trade. Damn. Yeah, big smooth, big smooth trade that we made there. Um, and then when we get down into the one hundred seventy third trick uh, uh, pick. That was a trade with the Vikings and the whole Donovan McNabb thing. So we traded Donovan McNabb for for a 2012 six-round pick uh, and a conditional six-round pick in 2013. So we don't really have that. If it's conditional, conditional. that means we're probably not going to get it. We don't don't really have our own (laughs) six-round pick. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We we don't have our own six-round pick here because – we traded it with Vonnie Holiday for Tim Hightower. Vonnie Holiday. Vonnie Holiday got traded. Vonnie Holiday. All right. 
right, so so the the interesting thing about that high tower thing is is that it was a it was actually a conditional six round pick and it could have become a uh, fifth round pick based on playing time, but it officially became a six round pick when high tower went on the IR. All right. So who do you guys think we should get with the number sixty nine, dudes? Hmm. I'm thinking O line. <laughs> I'm thinking O line. I think we need to see who's left. I'm oh, I'm not talking O-line about person. Well. I'm talking position because I have not scouted these people to know who I'm going to get with the freaking 69th pick. By the third round, I think you're already getting into that best pick available kind of thing. Yeah, I think I you're. Oh, like... we need the offensive linemen, but if the offensive linemen there suck and there's. A really good safety on the board still. We need to get that safety. Yeah, I think you look at it and you go, okay, that guy's still there? Well, we got to take that guy. I mean, you know. Well, yeah. It's it's the same thing as you get down into the uh, to these other picks. Unless unless you feel at that point, well, we don't really need any more of these. Let's at least try to pick this one guy and see how he does. I mean, I don't know. Worked out for Tom Brady. But yeah, I would say safety or O-line, but we're not going to go out and get another quarterback. Yeah, I think it's between those two, really. Hopefully. We need one. Well, we need both. Um, but hopefully, you know, Mr. Right Tackle, Aaron's dog, uh, has been doing yoga in the offseason, and hopefully he's going to be back and a little bit stronger. But those hip, <coughs> man, those hip you know, injuries. They I'm never, encouraged by that. Hips though. and necks, man. I, hips and necks. If you guys Peyton didn't man. hear it, though. If you guys didn't hear, Mike Shanahan said that he is as happy – since he's been there with Jamal Brown's hip recovery, apparently he's doing really well. So yeah. hopefully I'd like that's to the see case. Us, I'd like to see us pick up one more linebacker. I think we should look at a tight end if there is somebody available in I that don't. 69 pick. You Why don't? a tight end? We got like three of them now. We don't have any tight ends. What are you, what talking, are you talking about? about we have Chris, I gone crutches Cooley. <laughs> we got Chris Fred is... Davis. We got Fre- we have Fred Davis who can't block. Right. And we've got Pony Boy who is marginal. That's and what I'm saying. Tur- I mean, they're turning Niles Paul into a tight end. Fred Fred Davis we is don't our have only any other. Fred <laughs> Davis is our only sort of quasi solid tight end right now. I mean, Cooley He's a great as, patch catcher. As much as we love Chris Cooley, he's got to stay healthy and I think we need I, if he's there's down. a guy on the board at that point that's a tight end that has a record that's reputable, let's look at the guy. He's that's down. all I'm saying. I think we got much bigger needs than tight end. I think RG3 I do can make a, a good tight end target. I got to say it. I got to make a note, Josh. You love tight ends. Sick. <laughs> Dude, they're making Niles Paul's Josh a tight end. loves tight ends. So. They're going to go with Fred Davis and Niles Paul, and Chris Cooley's going to be cut to save us a bunch Dude. of caps. Like there's something dollars. about Niles Paul I just I don't, I don't like. Maybe it's his name. I, I like Niles. Well, Aaron and I both really like Niles Paul. I love Niles from Nebraska. <laughs> I thought I'm last year my scouting report on him. Remember Here's my- the deal. Here's the deal. The verdict's out for me. Eggs. The, <laughs> the verdict is out for me uh, on Niles Paul. I need to. Uh, I need to see Niles Paul Dude, make it happen this year. I watched the YouTube footage of him last year before the draft, and I was well. YouTube impressed. never lies, so that's good. It does. The video never lies unless <laughs> is it's it done. live. Hey, it, it didn't ever- lie. Hey, did it lie the- about Evan Royster? Did it was lie it Photoshop? about Roy Hillou? No, it did not. I thought those guys were going to be good, and they came in and were solid. Yeah, 
you thought Jarvis Jenkins was going to be good. I know you're pumped for him for coming back. Oh, he's my second dog. He's my defensive you, dog. You, you thought Jeff George was going to be awesome. You wouldn't ask for his autograph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was there. The Colts dude. thought he was going to oh, be yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, he did too. ask for the autograph. That's for sure. I asked for it, but I didn't get it. I know because he didn't give it to you. He went. He walked by you like you were. Dude, why do you guys gotta bring up old that crap? You out so much we had to go across the street buy you a custard. Why do you gotta bring up old stuff? <laughs> Every third episode, you bring up the Jeff George autograph. <laughs> because Jeff George was that much of a tool. I know, dude. Aaron was so upset we had to go across the street and buy him a frozen custard just to calm him down and get him to be okay. <laughs> Not a beer. However, I gotta say that is that was uh, that was 2000. That was Levar Arrington's first year. He saw he stayed out there and signed everything that anybody put in front of him. Levar was awesome. How come? And again, he was someone who was raised well, who had a very, uh, you know, a Vietnam veteran, disabled father who raised him the right way. And I think we're going to see a lot of that with Robert Griffin with his parents raising him the right way. And let me point this out because you know I'm a big LeVar fan. Uh, LeVar wrote an article. It was either yesterday. It may have been today. Um, He got me a little choked up, man. He was, like, talking about his experience about, uh, you know, about being picked and and that whole draft experience and going to New York with his family and going through all of that. And he talked about, like, he brought his barber with him and, like, had, like, this three-hour haircut and just talked about how he got to where he was and how he realized that all these people helped get him there. And, you know, and and here he was. I mean, read this article. It was a great article. And then he kind of paralleled that with with RG3. And he's like, you know, I don't know if RG3 is going to have this kind of emotional experience. But, um, you know, I could see him being the same kind of guy. And it was it was kind of interesting. Was LeVar was like, like a number two pick? What was he? Was Le- he the second? He was the it number was two pick. And, I think yeah, he it was. was him and then uh, Samuels. He he was the number two pick. Yeah, 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 him and Samuels in a row. Yep. Yeah, we had two picks in a row, right? Yep, yep. Thank you, Mike Dicka and the Ricky Williams trade. <laughs> so, and what yeah. did we do with that? And what did we do with all that? Not a damn thing. <laughs> they were good picks. They were good picks, good picks, but you know, when you get an entire draft class from one from a team, you get all seven of their picks. You expect your uh, team to start at least like making the playoffs on a consistent basis. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dan Snyder, Vinny Serrato. God, I hate Vinny Serrato. Cut every uh. Anyway, right. go, go throw a go throw a baseball at him or something. Softball, baseball. Squash ball. Turd. Ball. That's fine. Just a ball. <laughs> Any kind of ball. Ball. Your ball. Throw a ball. Any kind of ball will do but those. <laughs> um, anyway. Speaking of, um, yeah. Speaking of ball. Offensive lineman. <laughs> secondary. Safeties. Backup Balls. cornerbacks. Because you can't have enough cornerbacks. We need another ILB. Who's next to Leonard Fletcher? Perry uh, Riley. We need that too. And who's their backups? No one. Our, I already Joel, said that. I we need. I think we need to look at another linebacker. Do we one man a, gang? We, is wait, because there. we've got Perry Riley. Dude, do we have? <laughs> do we even have Rocky McIntosh anymore? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, I don't know if yeah. he's signed with somebody the, else the or not. More? We've got the Lily Moore. Apparently, you guys can't remember if we have him either. Well, that just tells you exactly how awesome he was. Remember back in the day, they were trying to trade him to the Bears for like a pick and that that (laughs) other linebacker over there? 
That just tells you how depressed we've been with the team over the last year. I don't think he's been signed, dude. He's uh, you're looking he's it floundering. up. You're looking. I think it he's up. listed as a free agent right now. He's floundering. I don't think we uh, there's any deal with him at this point in time. Hey, well, uh, at currently least, a free agent. Hey, well, at least hey. and thank the blessed Lord, we re-signed London Fletcher because I was more concerned about that than the RG three pick. Even if he's older, even if he starts to slow down a little bit, his he leadership on the field, well, he hasn't now. So don't even say it until he does. I'm just saying. Who, Who are you talking why, about? That's Fletcher. why he got a two-year deal. And I think I don't. all the salary cap stuff was BS. I think the reason that it took so long to re-sign mm-hmm. him is because he wanted a longer deal. And the Redskins were like, we're not signing you for more than two years. I think it – no, I think the – well, he Salary got a cap new, stuff played into it, losing that thirty-six mil. I I don't think that had anything to do with Fletcher it because it's got still a five million under the cap right now. Does that five million deal take into consideration RG three? I do not know. You will have to ask uh, Mike Mask because he's going to be like twenty. He's going to be Mask. like what four million or so, isn't he? Something like that. I don't. And know. we only have like four million point nine five left. Four point nine five. That is something that you will have to. Uh, you will have to. Um, um, you're going to have to research that while you're playing, since you already went and drained it. You're going to have to research that during the uh, during the break. Well, we As better take fact, it because we're like forty five minutes. Need, we in. need to take a break. We're at forty five minutes here. And we're rambling on. Uh huh. Matter of fact, I think it's time to take a break so Aaron can go uh, research exactly how the salary cap works in two minutes. Uh, hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me uh, find the. Uh, hold on, I'm a little slow tonight, as you guys know. All right, all right. Let's nice. take a break, and when we come back, we will talk about some signings. We'll talk about the salary cap situation and the uh, hearing that the Redskins and the Cowgirls have with uh, some Pennsylvania law professor. Yeah, Stephen Burbank, I think his name is. From Burbank. Luke Burbank. <clears throat> anyway, we'll talk about that when we come back from the break after this message. You are listening, listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving. Or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757 259 9377. That's 757-259-9377. 
Hey, dudes. Yeah, what? All right, so I got to point this out because we were talking about Chris Cooley a little bit before the break and, you know, all of that. I did not realize, I just looked this up, that um, he's scheduled to make $3.8 million this fall after he signed that $30 million contract extension back in uh, 07. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with the workout and signing bonuses, he'll account for like $6.25 million against the cap. Oh, yeah, I knew that, dude. That's why I was saying that he's gone. I did not realize that, but a day ago, just yesterday, Mike Shanahan said, and don't take this the wrong way, Chris Cooley right now is feeling great. Yeah, I heard him say that too. Um, He said the knee is feeling great. His weight is down. There's been no swelling. Hopefully he is at full speed once we get started with our OTA days in mid-May. And, you know, he can stay injury-free. Well, if he is, I'll be happy with that because when he's healthy, he's a good player. It's just... You know, recently he's been letting me down. Yeah. And, um, you know, that said, coming back from the break with that David Lee Legal Services uh, ad that we have there, if anybody is in need of legal services such as a DUI or accused or suspected of a DUI, Meriwether, um, perhaps (laughs) you should call David Lee Legal Services. What is up with this Meriwether dude that we sign and then he gets a DUI? Did he Where's think John? he went to the Cowboys? Dude, he's still leaking it. He's had is like he, four or five. Is he, was he laying cable? They long to hold you. He's thinking about Aaron Neville. Again. Or the guest John, who, here's oh. what I got to know. Every the time you come back from the break. Yeah. What? Every time you come back from the break, like the restroom, you come back singing Aaron Neville. Is there something <laughs> we need to know about? No, nah, dude. That, that was wasn't Aaron who. Neville. That was more stay in the time. <laughs> no, dude. It was the guess who. <laughs> I don't know, but you were saying something about longing to hold you again after you came they back They longed to hold you. <laughs> hold you again. Dude, what and is dude, up? And that was, like, <laughs> that was right after <laughs> I pointed out that Shanahan said Chris Cooley right now is feeling great. Dude, what is up with this? John? Well, I think the only people that know about that are the guys that take the uh, specimen samples for the uh, drug policy. No, Dude, no, what, no, no. What, was, what was that stuff that Chris Co- Cool Gay? Remember he was Cool Gay. Ah, ah, cool Gay. Ah. <laughs> it was like Chris Cooley's own See, brand of Ben Gay that he was coming out with. As, as, as down as Chris Cooley has been and injury prone and everything that he's been, we're re- whenever we finally get rid of Chris Cooley, we're really going to miss him just for things like that. He's a great personality, and and I hate you know, I hate that he's been injured so much and he has not been able to be as good as we thought he was going to be because um, the guy was super talented. He still oh, is. Yeah. He still is, and, and and I'd love to see him have a great year. We were just talking, though, about his potential $6.25 million hit against the salary cap this year, it's so massive. we'll see. It's absolutely massive, although that still wouldn't have helped us <clears throat> sign freaking Vincent Jackson. Thank you, Goodell. I'm not sure if we really want Vincent Jackson anyway, because that dude's a troublemaker. He is. He's a tool. So, John, we kind of skipped Mickey Mouse kinda... is going to step up. I'm calling it right now. I think Pierre Garçon is going to surprise a lot of people. That guy plays a lot bigger. He's like they were talking about with Justin Blackman in this draft. He plays a lot bigger than his size. Yeah. Yeah, but he drops easy passes. Well, yeah, but he's only like in his third or fourth year now. What, fourth year, I think? Fourth or fifth. 
He's one of the, I mean, geez, Santana Moss drops easy passes all the time. Chris Cooley drops easy passes. I think it, I, I think Garcon is going to surprise a lot of people. Oh, and Jabber Gaffney, while we're on that subject, apparently has been given permission to talk to other teams. Is what I've heard. Jabber has? Perhaps, but he may perhaps be brought <laughs> back. Yeah, I think I I, I, uh, my question, and I think everyone, there, there's that whole Twitter rant that he had about uh, uh, his wife and who is that player on another team? I didn't hear about this. You didn't hear about that? No. Where Jabber Gaffney went on his Twitter account and started putting all these tweets about don't trust any, don't trust your wife around Lido Shepard. <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> I, I I don't know, um, but yeah, Leader Shepard also of the NFL and all these things about uh, yeah I can quote some of them if you'd like. Leto Shepard's hitting on his wife. Is that what it was? Well, the way that I'm not going to go through them all. A lot, a lot of bad language and everything, like way worse than we'll say usually on here. But Jabber was basically like you can't trust any your woman around him and all this stuff, and basically he made it sound like. Lido Shepard slept with his wife. And then he goes back on, on Twitter is like, my wife didn't sleep with nobody, but Lido Shepard's, you know, a bad person. But <laughs> he said much, much worse language. And then it came down to all like like a couple days later, it was like, oh my account got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all right. and then like the very next day it was like DC or Washington Redskins shopping Jabber Gaffney. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, so, man. but they're saying they may still bring him back. I mean, he did have a career year, but you know, yeah. Well, speaking of receivers, and because we were talking about Cooley there, I didn't realize I forgot we had that guy uh, Richard Quinn, that tight end out of uh, Carolina. Who's that? Never dude. heard. Dude, dude, he's on our roster right now. <laughs> I've never heard of him either. Richard Quinn. When did we get him? We By the way, him Josh up. lives in Raleigh. We picked him up last season. Uh, he played he one game. Squad? I think he played like one play of one game in 2011. Uh-huh. Okay. And the two years before that, 09 and, and, and 2010, he played for the Broncos. You know, obviously there's a Broncos connection. All right. Yeah, there you All go. All right, so, and, and? So we have this tight end, Richard Quinn, just letting you know he's on the squad right now. See, there you go. Tight Richard end. Quinn's See. there, John. We don't have to get anyone in the draft. Perfect. Excellent. See, and we Chris knew Cooley, if, when bye it comes bye. to tight ends, bye bye, we Josh is expert. Josh knows everything about tight ends. <laughs> all right, all right. Speaking <laughs> of tight ends. Josh, I'm expert on tight ends. We, we <laughs> alluded to this. Of pancakes. I am the expert. I'm here to fix the Donna Cobble. <laughs> we alluded to this that Mike Shanahan called Niles Paul and asked him to move to tight end this year. Niles. Long jamming. Tight end. <laughs> Niles, we're going to need you to move, Niles. Well, I, I I think that could be a really good thing because suddenly we've got a glut at wide receiver, although that happened last year, too, in yeah. the offseason. So, but it might be a very good career move for him, especially if he's someone who can bulk up a little bit and get out there. Or is it a way for Mike Shanahan just to carry an extra wide receiver? Because last year, what, did we have, like 12 on the roster or something? Dude, that's uh, – well, I mean – he could end up being another pass catching guy like that. I don't know what blocking tight end we have on our roster. Uh, Richard Boy kind of sucks. 
Chris Richard Cooley can block. Richard Quinn, who Richard like Quinn. five people have heard of, including Josh. Dude, you know Richard Quinn? He's like one of the Quinn brothers. Dude, don't He's talk. one of the Quinn brothers. Josh. Oh, without. Josh, don't talk about Richard oh, Quinn. Is he, is he related to, to Brady Quinn? You've not uh, seen nothing. Dick Quinn, dude. Come mighty on. Quinn. He was a 2008 honorable mention All-America uh, at honorable Carolina. Mi- honorable mention. Honorable mention. Thanks right. for showing up, Mr. Quinn. He is here. Here is the thing. Here, here's what they say about him. He is an excellent blocking tight end. All right, now that is okay. some good information right, right there. Yeah. That is what I want to hear because that, in all seriousness, we need a damn blocking tight end. We do on Steam. So we maybe really Richard do. Quinn Grant will step Paulson up. Kind of sucks. I mean, I'm sorry, Logan Grant, Paulson kind of Grant sucks. Paulson. dude, that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> hey. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, hey, we need to get through some more of this news because we only have like, we're already almost an hour in here. Yeah, but we had a lot to talk about. You know, you and I left the country. You know, it's it's been quite some time since the last episode. I mean, we are in the taint, but we're, we've rounded the taint, actually. We've rounded actually, it, man. Some interesting stuff. We're, we, we had the little mini the camp taint. or whatever it was. Oh, uh, dude. All right, let's move into some of this We're, other we'll news. Keep our, okay, we'll keep we'll give you updates on Dick Quinn as we find out more about him. I think this is big news. Um, the Redskins actually bring in a legitimate challenger for Graham Cano this year with Neil awesome. Neil Racker. Neil Rackers. Rackers. Neil Rackers. He's kicked about he kicks about an 80 percent. Uh, Does he? Goal last rate year for the uh, Houston his, Texans who play half their games indoors? Life. He uh, went 32 for 38 and hit all but one. He went 39 for 40 on his uh, point after attempts. And what did Graham Gano go? Graham Gano was worse in the league. I don't know his no- Oh, no, I do know his numbers. He was 31 for 41 and had five blocked. Again, we know some of those were not his fault because our special teams were atrocious on blocking last year. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Um, and 73.8% on his field goal tries, as opposed to Rackers, who had uh, an even 80%. Yeah. Dude, is anybody seeing a trend here, though? Are you guys yeah. seeing a trend? I mean, look, Neil Rackers, yeah, obviously, there's a, there's a Texans connection with young Shanahan. You got all these Broncos connections. I mean, should we just start looking at rosters over in Houston and in Denver and trying to figure out who we're going to get next? Well, dude, I mean, you know what they say. There's who you know. And and, uh, and then there's Graham Gano. And then there's Graham Gano. Anyway, I think Graham Gano is either going to have to shape up or get cut in his, what, fourth year, third year? Yeah, we've been big supporters of him because he seemed, still does seem like a kicker who could really, he's really like on the cusp. He's either going to become a really good kicker from now on or he's going to suck. You know, we don't want to end up with another situation where where our kicker ends up, we cut the guy, and then he ends up kicking fantastically for the Eagles for six years or whatever it was with that guy. So, you know, you don't want to cut bait too early on the guy, but, man, I mean, it is make or break for Gano this year. Well, dude, you know, just on and highlighting Rackers, he's got the most field goals of 55 yards or more in one quarter. Yeah. <laughs> two in one quarter Aaron you had a stat on him he had f- the most field goals of 50 yards or more in one game three nice. of 50 yards or more tied with Janikowski 
And he's um, one of two active players that has tried a fair catch kick. Oh, yeah? Yes. Interesting. And he missed it. That's an interesting stat. He missed it. But I don't the fair think anyone's kick. made one since like the 70s or something. Or like 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 <laughs> when number thirty three was playing for the Redskins. <laughs> Basically, the 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 deal on that is is if a team punts to you, you can make a fair catch, and <laughs> from the point of the fair catch, you're allowed to do a kick, a field goal try from a tee, even if there's the no line. time on the clock. Even if there's no time on the clock, you're allowed to do it from the point of the catch, not what seven yards back. From the point of the catch, and the defense has to give you a ten yard cushion. They can't try to block it. It's basically, basically. like a kickoff formation. You know? It's one of those like ancient rules that Bill Belichick likes and Doug Flutie like to like march out there every now and then. <laughs> they like to do and that. Only people like like Rackers would know. And he's like, Coach, Coach, let me try the fair catch kick. Coach, Coach, let me try the fair. Come on, <laughs> come on, Coach. Come on. Let me try it. Let me try it. Let me try it. Let me try it. <laughs> He's got that one like in his back. Oh, pocket. dude! You know every kicker. Stuff, every though. kicker is looking for the chance for that. You know yeah, they're gonna like be like, right. absolutely. Catch, Man, so maybe he'll fair. get a chance this year with it. Maybe there'll be like some. You know, we'll see. But yeah. it's only you can only do it from the point of the fair catch. It's not like you can get a fair catch and go a few plays and then try it. You have to do it from. You call a fair catch. You catch the ball right there. You can kick it, and that's it. And that's, that's it. it. And if you miss it, the other team gets the ball right there, I guess. Dude, dude went to a Pro Bowl, too. That's cool. Rackers. Anyway. anyway, moving on. We're uh, an hour into this thing, so let's move on here. Let's talk about some of the other signings. Um, we picked up Chris Wilson, who we used to have, and he went to the uh, Canadian League for a couple years. Um, Al Wilson. I thought he was so, a solid backup back in the day. He's a good backup, I think. I think he's got he's got some skills, and I think he's going to help on the linebacker. He's 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 a pretty good uh, uh, outside linebacker backup. Who's this Brian Keel guy? He was Never with St. Louis. Oh, so he probably sucked. Brian Keel <laughs> probably sucks. <laughs> I was like, if they cut him, good God! He was, uh, no, he was drafted by the Giants in 2008, but uh, he's a Brigham Young guy. All right, we got Tenard Jackson, free safety. Uh, is he the guy with Mark the messed Kendall. up knees? Probably. Yeah. All right. I don't <laughs> know. We signed a bunch of like defensive backs that all are marginal. Yeah, all these marginal defensive backs. Who's Medea that Madu, Who's that Madeo Williams guy? Madeline Williams. He's another. He's another marginal free safety. That we Lee signed. Torrance. Coming Lee back Torrance to used to be on the team like Say twelve what? years ago. He was back here when Trip G was here. Right, he's back. I don't even know where he came back yeah. from. He was in New. He was in New Orleans with uh, Trip G and the Bounty Gate. Oh, okay. So we got Lee Torrance back up. Kendrick Golston is back. A very solid backup. Yep, that's so- that's a solid signing right there. And some offensive tackle named James Lee again. Dude, James Lee. who? He's probably related who? to our listeners. <laughs> who? Who is another James Lee? Lee? He might be related to David Lee of David Lee Legal Services. James Lee. James Lee Super <laughs> uh, like dude my name is not Clee, it's c lee james lee super taster <laughs> super taster anyway yeah we got a bunch of these marginal dudes we signed that dude was with the bucks james lee and he went to south carolina state hey he was with the bucks hey one more yeah. thing before we round this thing out uh, round it out if you guys watch here uh, let me get some music on if you guys uh 
Watch the draft tomorrow. This, the uh, actually the third round is that tomorrow or Saturday? Tomorrow is second and third. All right. So if you watch the third round, since we don't have a second round pick, our dog, director of responsibility Ken Harvey, number fifty seven, responsibility will be. <laughs> what kind of phony baloney job is that? <laughs> what was your title, John? Didn't we give you a title like director? I think of I'm director of responsibility for Harry Hog. Harry Hog, we made you that I when that happened. Worst- of the three of us. Yeah. Well, what happened? You <laughs> made me director of responsibility. We were like, downhill somebody, ever somebody's got to be responsible for all this stuff. It's got to be John. <laughs> he takes legal responsibility for everything we say, too. Legal? No. I, that's an absolute. No, we passed that on to David Lee Legal Services. That's right. Anyway. Can too. Let's round this thing anyway, out. Anyway, Ken Harvey is going to make that pick. He's going to announce yeah. the third round pick Podium. with our offensive lineman. Other quick hog slop out there. Did we talk about uh, Merriweather, another marginal? Yeah, we did. We told, and we told Merriweather he needed to give David Lee a call if he I got into some trouble, some hot water. Floyd, Miller, Floyd Merriweather Jr. signed with the Redskins, and then he partied and got Then he celebrated, and he got pulled over. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that. It's, it's suspected. He, he did turn down the, um, it might be the breathalyzer. The breathalyzer test. Yeah, and that's what all athletes do now. Yeah, right? he refused kind of, to take it. So then he yeah. got a ticket for that as well. Right. Um, Mark Brunel is retiring officially. Yeah, Yellow Cake is retiring. Yeah. That means he's got to pay those massive bills back somehow. Yellow Cake. Yeah, why is he retiring? Bad, bad, he's like, owes all this money. Because he's, he's 41 years he's old. old, dude. Dude he's needs to old. make money. He's 41. Does, yeah, but does he have enough money to open a car salesman, uh, a car dealership in Jacksonville? That's Man, the question. I don't, I don't know. know. In all seriousness, I feel bad for the guy because he had a lot of investments that went south and he had bad advice and people screwing him over on stuff. And it's too bad for him because I've never heard anything bad about him. No, he does actually, have a winning smile. He always, he always seemed like a really nice guy. And a winning smile. He's got a winning smile for a car dealership. Winning <laughs> smile and a yellow cake equals successful car dealership. And he has one of my favorite things of all time with Harry Hog football. Wow. You don't know what yeah, that is. Send us an email. Yeah, Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com or give us a call. What's that number, John? That number is uh that number would be seven seven four. What is it? Seven seven Harry Hog? Seven seven Harry Hog. And you can give us a shout out on Twitter at Harry Hog. Yeah, seven seven four two seven seven nine four six four. It goes right to voicemail, so you're not gonna wake any of us up in the middle of the night. So you can call at any time, as drunk or sober as you want. Leave a message, and we may or may not include part of your call on the podcast. That's right. Um, yeah. And finally, you had one more hog slop here about <sighs> Dion keeping it classy. All I know oh about that is that Dion Sanders and his wife are split, and apparently she is kind of psycho. But <laughs> what happened allegedly, and she was arrested for this, she broke into the house and confronted and attacked Deion Sanders and was arrested and led away in handcuffs. And so Dion thought it would be completely prim and proper to tweet a picture of him and his two young children filling out their police reports. Yeah, keep it and classy. And put that on the internet. Keep it classy, with cowboy. His, with his class. kids. Picture of him and his kids filling out their report and put Prime it on time. time. Crime time. Crime time. Shout out to David C. Lee. Wait. Desmond (laughs) C. Lee. David Lee. uh, The Daily Grumbles. 
tons. David, fiery. I don't know if I can even make it through the whole all list. All the usual tons suspects. Everybody, everybody tweeting at us. We've had tons, especially tonight with RG3, David yep. I. Yep. Um, and and, and let us. 44, Sharon, <laughs> Douglas. Everybody. Let us let us officially apologize. We've been slack the past few weeks. We were all were traveling. You know, we were over in the UK. Uh, Aaron and John were in the UK and, and abroad, and I've had a lot of travel. So now that we've rounded the taint, we're going to get back on the schedule here. Yes, sir. Yep, we'll we'll be back actually next, next week. week. Yep, we'll be back next week discuss, uh, discussing all of the picks and the un uh, un or the uh, the yeah what is it unrestricted free agents? Yep. No, free agent not unrestricted. The free agents that we're going to sign, the undrafted free agents. All right, dude. Hail to the Redskins. Hail See you, Redskins. Cowboys fan. A number six, Joker. <laughs> Joker. I wonder if the league would let them do a waiver so he can wear number six as a defensive back. I don't know. Doubt.